Okay, welcome back to Into the Fire. Um, we've had a little bit of a break. We had Christmas and then we also went on a little cute 10-day road trip and then we had a cyclone up here in Townsville. So we are back well and rested and I have Ella here with me today to start the year off. Hi guys. Hi Ella. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so we're just going to get to know Ella a little bit. We're actually in our fever window. So we've been told that we aren't allowed to call it a fever break, mm-hmm. which it can be commonly referred to, but we are not on a break as we have um, experienced every single day during this window um, as they are working us to the bone. So we're just going to have a little chat with Ella and just make sure she's doing okay during this fever window. (laughs) So Ella, we're going to start off nice and easy. How did you start playing basketball? Yeah, so I started playing basketball in year six. I guess my primary school teacher, Miss Roz Graham, she wanted to give me some direction in life and obviously... Love that. Shout out to Roz. Shout out to Roz. And obviously I was a bit taller than everybody else, Mm -hmm. just towering over all the boys. And so, yeah, she just told me to rock up to this practice on a random day. And then, yeah, I guess ever since I picked up a ball at that moment, like just never looked back. Yeah, I love that. Shout out to Roz. love that. (laughs) And so you're at your junior club association, which was... The Hills Hornets. Love yes. that. Another shout out. And then, so you did your juniors there. So I did juniors there from 14s and then I went to Penrith Panthers in 16s and then finished out there. Okay, awesome. Yeah. And then what was kind of your juniors experience like? So you yeah. did all your rep there and then had a bit of like New South Wales Metro stuff. So what was that like? Yeah, so obviously started out with like my fundamentals and stuff at Hills, which was great. And then went to Penrith and just had a good old time. And then that's when all like the New South Wales stuff started happening. So... Yeah, it was a good time, like all the NITP and like love the state team stuff. And then, yeah, it was just like one thing after another. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of like as you were at those Oz camps, because that would have been like a really like going from not playing basketball to then Mm -hmm. being at these Oz camps in a couple of years. So like what was kind of your relationship like with basketball growing up? Like was it super intense taking over your life or was it kind of chill or anywhere in the middle? It was kind of chill and then it started to pick up a lot. Mm-hmm. And then when it started to pick up, then it got really intense and then like pressure started to build and then it kind of turned into a bit of like resentment, mm-hmm. I'll be honest. Yeah, which I feel like is really normal, yeah. especially in your teenage years when like the biggest thing is your social life. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And um, just having an Islander background, my mum mm-hmm. was pretty tough on me. Mum and dad were really hard on me and super grateful for it. True. Um, just because I feel like I can handle adversity a lot better now. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Susie. But yeah, no. Yeah, it was kind of an up and down relationship with basketball. And then getting cut from those camps was like yeah. really hard too. So it was just like, am I like good enough mm. or should I keep on going or yeah. like maybe I should like try something else? So it was just like a constant like battle with myself. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, it was like fun for the most part and it gave me something to do and um, put me into connection with like all these people and stuff. And so, yeah, it was a good time. Juniors was good. It's kind of all a bit of a fog now. Like, it I'm, is. I'm hey. old. Yeah, yeah, I'm back. And then I'm like, oh, whoa. Yeah. And you kind of run into people that like used to coach you and you're like, oh, yeah. hi. Yeah, yeah. It feels like a whole nother life. It's even like that first day I turned up to our first practice and I'm like, hey, Woody. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, hello. I haven't seen you in 10 years. Yeah. I was like, hey, Courtney. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> so it was like, yeah. So just like things like that. And then like, I just feel like I've lived a whole nother life, mm-hmm. been over in America. But yeah, it's good to be back. Yeah. So kind of speaking of America. So you're 17, yeah. graduate high school, been playing like in and out of the odd stuff. So mm-hmm. what kind of was your decision with like going to college, staying in Australia? Mm-hmm. Like what kind of went into that? Yeah, I guess I just kind of wanted something different. I thought I was going to stay and like 
play for Penrith mm-hmm. and like live that Australian dream. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do the Seaboard and like work my way up to being like a DP and then playing WNBL. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, obviously that's not what happened. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It took like a complete three sixty. Um, yeah, I was talking to this college and uh, I didn't academically qualify. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so last two years, um, you can pick your subjects sure. and I didn't pick math and yeah, so who needs math eh? yeah who needs uh, I hate numbers <laughs> yeah fair enough yeah yeah so then um they put me into contact with this junior college and it was Midland College and mm-hmm. I like absolutely loved my experience there so spent three years there um and then yeah I guess I was way too laid back then like way okay. too laid back like I literally got my visa like two weeks prior to me leaving okay so you rock up in Midland mm-hmm. just had your visa two weeks ago yeah like what is that first year like living on the other side of the world mm-hmm. playing college basketball? Man, it was like party in the USA. I'm meaning all yeah, these. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the kind of thing that people don't usually talk about. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was a party. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like I had Miley Cyrus playing on yeah. my, in my headphones like from A to B, like my 14-hour flight. And I just remember pulling up being like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. Beyonce. Like I'm so yeah. cool. Like, and like you're finally free from your parents. Yeah, exactly. And just like no one can tell you what to do. Yeah. And it's just I mean, it's scary yeah exactly and i'm and then i end up in midland in the middle of nowhere it's kind of like if you were to like fly into like mount isa or something oh wow okay (laughs) so like desert vibes okay like looking in distance and i'm like what's that metal thing that's just like going up and down it's an oil rig so it's an oil town town. okay and then i get out at the airport it's hot and then all of these just massive pickup trucks just huge oh so oil country town yeah. okay so that's different yeah okay so eventually when you decide to take your talents elsewhere <laughs> kind of what so you go to texas a&m yes yep. which is a power five just a little bit east in texas you yeah, said yeah yep so it's about eight hours east eight so hours a, yeah wow, okay so texas is just a massive state yeah. so yeah i was uh i would say i was pretty sheltered those three years and then kind of just got like thrown into the fire like it was definitely like probably one of my hardest years mm-hmm. just culture shock culture yeah. shock and then just the sec like it's it's a tough conference like it was yeah practice every single day like that's where i really like learned to work yeah and that was when like i probably started to really dread basketball yeah okay yeah. so that completely changed your relationship yeah. with it the days got really really and, like, hard dreading practices yeah okay. and i kind of knew what was happening like going in i was like uh like i knew i wasn't gonna start or, sure. like yeah i was like working towards mm-hmm. something and like in the hopes of like trying to start the following year once that senior big graduates you know type of thing but then yeah i just like felt like it wasn't the right fit and, like, even though it was my dream school, I, like, knew in my heart, like, it wasn't right for yeah, me. Yeah, so wow. I wanted to be closer to my family, and um, they only came once that year. Wow, so that would have been so hard. It was really hard. I went from, like, seeing my yeah. family at every game, obviously, at my junior college, because it's right there. But mm-hmm. then, yeah, I was like, this isn't worth it. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. So then you choose to transfer back to Texas Tech. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's about an hour and a half from Midland. Okay. And then yeah. what was that year like? Was that different to yeah. Texas A&M? Yeah. Yeah, just... I really enjoyed my experience. And then my junior year was really fun. Like I was just like falling in love with the game again and stuff. My senior year was really tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I won't lie to you. Senior year was really tough. Just kind of, you know what it's like. Like mm-hmm. you want to have like a great year and might be it just didn't go like accordingly, like the way I wanted it to. And yeah, I just kind of fell into that trap again, like of like resenting basketball sure. and just been like, is this for me? And she thought I was going to hang it up after college. And maybe and I was like, maybe this is, just, this is just not for me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and now I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> 
So from going from being such like a homebody mm-hmm. in Texas, yep. and then you finish at Texas Tech, and then I think you, you told me like the Wednesday you leave Texas, and mm-hmm. then on a Saturday you're playing in NBL One South in Geelong. Yes. So like how did that even happen, mm-hmm. and what was that week like moving to the other side of the world and then putting some shoes on and playing? That week was just, oh, my gosh, it was such a blur. Like I got to see my family like the day before I was flying out, like – you know, like you think you're going to spend like a week with your family before yeah. you're about to make a big move. Um, I remember like crying all the time, being super emotional, delaying packing. My best friend had to pack for me because I just was like, this isn't happening right now. Um, yep. Then obviously got on the plane and just like ripped the bandaid off mm-hmm. and was like, okay, as soon as I land, like this is it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. but I had every intent to not play basketball. I was going to say, so like, how do you go from that to then signing a contract with Geelong? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what made you, like, obviously either you loved Texas, loved yes. your family. Like what made you go to Geelong? Yeah. So my visa actually expired. Oh, <laughs> ah, yes. This makes sense. Yeah, the visa expired. Because you're like, I didn't want to go. I love my family. I'm like, why did you go? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this happened? Yeah. So I had to come back, fix my visa back okay. in Australia. Yeah. I thought I was going to like apply for this job and then... Yeah, apply for a green card and just be back in Texas. And like yeah, after NBL one season, after NBL back one, in Texas, yeah. living your life. Meant okay. to go to the Melbourne consulate. Didn't go once. Love that. Yeah, didn't go <laughs> once. It was just too sad. busy. Too busy. I was not busy. <laughs> <laughs> I was so sad. I was so in my yeah. feelings, and then Fair just enough. yeah. And then I had an identity crisis. Okay, my identity crisis definitely hit earlier. I'm like, yeah, I'm not Ella that goes to Texas Tech anymore. I'm just isn't that such a weird thing? Because you get so used to saying it and yeah. saying it over and over, like I'm Ella. I'm on the basketball team and yeah. blah blah blah, and then it's like oh I'm not on that possible team yeah. anymore now what yeah exactly and I'm just like in Geelong where I don't know people yeah. and like all I know are like my teammates and then my teammates have jobs yeah yeah <laughs> so you're just big chilling in yeah. the city of Geelong yeah big chilling but yeah I'm super grateful for that town and that team that was yeah that was a really good experience yeah okay so that season ends yeah and then how do you then not go to the Melbourne consulate, not go back to Texas. <laughs> How do you end up in Townsville? Yeah, so it was like midway through season and then like my agent reaches sure. out to me and she's like, are you sure you like you want to hang it up? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like chilling. Yeah, I want to go home. I'm okay. Yeah. And then obviously like she brought up the Townsville fire yeah. and like being a DP and I was like, she planted the seed mm-hmm. and then I sat on it for about like probably like a couple of weeks and then I was like. I mean, I don't really have anything else to lose. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I'm 25 and my body can still move. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, no, like, why not? Like, let's just give it a crack and see how it goes. And yeah, it's like one of the best decisions I've ever mm-hmm. made for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is such a thing too. Like, if you stop, you're done. Yeah. Like, exactly. there's no really like coming in, coming out. Yeah, like, it's no. kind of like if you, when you decide you're done, it's yep. kind of over. Yeah. Like my dad said to me, he's like, if you come back, like that's it. Like, yeah. It's you'll probably never play basketball again. You'll work the next 40 years and e- that's it. Exactly. Yeah. So to just have that opportunity and to even like be a thought, I mm-hmm. was just like, yeah, let's like see where it can go. Yeah. Okay. So you rock up in Townsville. <laughs> yeah. You've been here now for four months. Yeah. Like how has that experience been? Like, how has it been playing in the WNBL, like training in the WNBL program yeah. been? Yeah, it's been awesome. I feel like this is like the best that like I've like gotten. Like I, I feel like this is the best development that I've had for myself. And um, it's been the best like pruning season. Okay. What do you mean by pruning? Like, you know when you have to like 
Oh. Like prune a bush or like a rose. Okay. Yeah, prune. Yeah, to okay, like grow. So grow. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So I feel like it's been like a lot of learning about myself and like a self-fulfilling journey, as cliche as that Ooh, sounds. I like yeah. that. I feel like I've just like constantly lived my life out like people pleasing and like sure. doing everything for everyone yeah. around me. Whereas like, no, this is something that like I've chosen to do for myself to fill my bucket. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So yeah, I've definitely learned how to uh, play defense. I'm still working I on know, it. That old <laughs> thing. They love that thing in the WBL. Oh, two-way player. Oh, I know. It's overrated. Just in college, <laughs> just out here getting buckets and then my coach would be like, yeah, just corny, just hide in the corner. So like, okay. <laughs> here it's like, no, if you don't play defense, yeah, you'll no. be sitting. Yeah. And also just like, I've really been enjoying, like sounds so cheesy, but like the indies and like yeah, being for sure. free. Because mm. like, I feel like all I've done is like big stuff, like drop step, yep. put it in the ring, you know? So that's been awesome too. So I feel like I've been in my bag. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so self-fulfilling journey and in my bag in my is bag. the two takeaways <laughs> I take from that. And yeah. pruning your bush. Yes. Lovely. <laughs> I like that. Okay, so you've been out of college for nearly a year. Yeah. So what advice would you give to kind of college seniors that are about to go pro? Yeah, obviously the biggest thing is like just having like self-compassion and just like not being hard on yourself and like find something that you're passionate about outside of basketball. Yeah, which is so huge. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's so important. I'm glad that like I'm a lifer because I feel like Mm -hmm. I'm having somewhat of an identity crisis, but like... I feel like I know like what I want to do later on. Yeah. But like I'm just really enjoying the basketball. But yeah, definitely like lots of self-compassion and just kind of like not grieving, but mm-hmm. almost allow yourself to like feel. Yeah, because like that whole chapter's over. Yeah. And it's it just kind of ends like that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I felt like I tried to like sweep it under the rug for mm-hmm. so long and like not deal with it. But like now I'm okay. And like also I did rip the bandaid off. Yeah. Which, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I am really proud of myself of like what I've been able to do with mm-hmm. this time post-college. The biggest thing for me coming out was the whole like trying not to compare yourself. Absolutely. To yeah. others, especially others that stayed. Yes. So 100%. Like, That's my, my biggest thing Which too. is so hard because yeah. like my basketball friends were all doing similar stuff. They went yeah. to college and they were figuring it out. But like. I had school friends that stayed in yep. Australia and they'd gone to uni and they'd put down a bunch of roots mm-hmm. and they had friends and they had this and they had that and they had stable jobs and were making a lot of money. And I came back from college, not a dollar to my name. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what I was doing. Yep. I didn't have a WBL contract and my friends were just like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like they were worried about me. Which yeah. I like looking back on fair enough. Cause like I was just like completely lost in the middle yep. of COVID. So like, I think kind of, if anyone's kind of finishing college, just like you need to give yourself almost one to two years. Absolutely. To yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Because your friends have been here the whole time. Like, yeah. so it takes time, which is like frustrating, especially like when you're getting into the, like your mid 20s. But gosh, it was, yeah. it's probably taken me about three years to kind of settle in and figure it all back out again. Yeah. It's tough. We just live like two completely separate lives. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you've chosen to stay here in the off-season and play for the Townsville Flames in NBL 1 North. So what kind of led to that decision of staying here? Yeah, I just want to get better. (laughs) Dude, that's so... Yeah, I just want to get better. Yeah, and just develop. Being out here in Townsville, I mean, like, you have to be focused. I just knew, like, I wanted to get better. And so, like, I had to make that, like, commitment to myself Mm -hmm. and, like... 
obviously like comfort too like you know where everything is obviously like I know like some of the girls that are coming back and just like building that relationship with them as well on the court obviously Jimmy Jimmy's awesome yeah love Jimmy. Jimmy yeah and just like uh getting to like work out with Shannon as well mm-hmm. and honestly just like Getting in shape and staying in shape. Dude, and there's being in good shape and then there's being in WNBL yeah, shape, which exactly. is just a whole nother ball game. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing is like learning how to be professional. Sure, yeah. yeah. Like I feel like I'm slowly learning how to be professional each day. But yeah, no, I think that's honestly, yeah, why I wanted to stay. Yeah, and then kind of staying in that off season and like you're saying, you keep wanting to get getting better. Like yeah. what kind of motivates you uh, yeah i obviously would love to sign a uh, wnbl contract yeah just to be like a fully contracted player uh, i'd love to like represent new zealand like mm-hmm. i think the tall ferns are awesome and there's just like a part of my childhood that i feel like i need to fill yeah <laughs> just putting on a black and white jersey yeah and just like developing that part like that country as well you know mm-hmm. what i mean in basketball so um i would love to do that yeah, and, yep. like, do you think as well, like, when you're playing about, like, the little girls in New Zealand yeah. kind of looking up to you and, like, what does that kind of mean to you? Oh, like, it's everything. Eva Afiaki, she was a WNBL player and, like, she was a brand girl, obviously, mm-hmm. and, like, she was the only one in the league that, like, yeah, wow. I had to, like, look up to, mm-hmm. you know? Like, you never know who's out there watching you yeah. and, like, you could just change their whole perspective and just inspire them and, like, be their motivation to just give it a crack. So, yeah. Okay, so to end off, we're going to play a little bit of a game. So it's called so a little random game that I've just designed on my own, and it's a fever window edition. They think it's a break. I would love for them to come see the things that no. we have been what doing. Did you say before my body is decaying. <laughs> yeah, my body is slowly rotting from the inside out. But that's okay. We've got the recovery lab. Shout exactly. out, plug. Shout out to recovery I'll lab. I'll be heading there after this. Yes. Okay, Ella. Best way to spend an off day. <laughs> recovery lab. Yeah, shout out. We'd be spending so <laughs> much time there. Recovery lab and an indie with Miles. Oh, I love that. So yeah. recovery and development. Yes. So two cornerstones here. Yes. Okay, <laughs> go to pre-training breakfast. I'm on the oat slices right now. Iced soy latte. Triple shot. Soy queen. Hot girls have stomach problems. Yes. Okay, so after a hard practice... Coffee or sleep? Straight to the bed. Yep, straight yep. in bed. Close your eyes. Close your pretend eyes. it didn't happen. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yep. amazing. Solves all the world's problems. Exactly. Wake up and it's a new day. Take a and that's morning, <laughs> that morning never happened. <laughs> Favorite cafe in Townsville? Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to say Tide and Peddler. We love Jordy and we love Chris. Love that. Favorite place to eat in Townsville? Oh, Casella's apartment. Okay. Yes. Up in a line. Yeah, cash out. it down. The fajitas are really good. Okay, love that. Yeah. Best thing you've watched on Netflix this month? Fool me once. Okay, so you're a thriller slash whodunit girly? I think I'm into everything. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, best shoes to play in? Uh, I'm playing in the LeBron Next Gens right now. They're super okay. comfy. Yeah. But obviously we love a Kobe 6. Okay, if we were... If I had the funds, yes, means yes. to. There's the, that's what holds me back as well. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I'm playing paying a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars? Oh my God. A oh. pair of shoes. Okay, and last but not least, favorite thing about living in Townsville? Obviously, we live in paradise. Obviously. Yeah, it's beautiful <laughs> here. It's really, really pretty. And just like the laid back chillness. Yeah, love yeah. that. It's super laid back. People have time for you. Mm-hmm. And it takes like. 10 minutes to get to each place. It's amazing. It's easy. No, no traffic. traffic. Yeah. No traffic. It's amazing. Yes. Okay. So, Ella, thank you for joining us. No, thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Fire up. Townsville. <laughs> Woo-hoo.